how often do you treat with lifestyle versus with uh, pharmaceutical drugs and surgery? In other words, I, I don't want to mislead people to think that as long as you eat a whole food plant-based diet and exercise, that it's all you have to do with some sleep and water and you're fine. Um, I would like that to be the case, but I don't want to make this more than it is. So in reality, how often do you feel that lifestyle alone gets people to optimal health? And how often do you need medical intervention of drugs or, um, or procedures? Uh, you know, when, uh, if you're sick, I think you need to do whatever it takes. You know, the only reason I'm sitting here right now is because of Western medicine. You know, I was told at 16 that the doctors thought I had six months to live at best, um, that the most I could hope for was dialysis, but I might not make it. That's what I was told at 16. And thankfully, my doctors were extremely aggressive. I mean, I took seven different medications every day and I took chemotherapy in order to save my kidneys and save my life. So it's one of the reasons why I became a physician was because I was inspired by the people who had the knowledge and dedication to really do everything it took to be there for me and to save my life. Now that did not get rid of lupus. Um, I still had it and I continued to develop issues over my life and I still had to continue to take medications until I changed my diet. When I changed my diet, all of the lupus antibodies disappeared. My kidney function went to normal and the blood clots went away. So I have been able to be off all medications and have normal health ever since I changed my diet. So I think that we have to use whatever it takes though. I have had people come to me who they don't wanna take any medicines and they only wanna do it naturally. And I'll tell them, listen, right now your life's in danger. Your kidney function's failing. This is happening, this is happening. Let your doctor help you stabilize while we get your diet set up because it's going to take time for the nutrition to start working on repair. So I'm very much a whatever it takes person. I am not anti-medicine in any way. I have sometimes I have patients will brag to me that, you know, I won't even take an ibuprofen if I have a headache. I'm like, really? I do. <laughs> like, I don't want to walk around in pain. I got stuff to do, right? If I sleep wrong and my neck hurts, I, don't, I can't, you know, I'm going to take something for it. So I am not anti-medicine in any way. I am a whatever it takes person so that you can live the best possible life you can. If you're currently sick, medications might be important. The problem that's happened is that we have relied on medication without using all the other knowledge that we have, like nutrition and lifestyle, to actually eliminate the disease or at least slow it down and allow your body some health. Most folks who start out on medicines collect them over time. Most people who are in their 60s are taking multiple medicines. And, you know, and if they're not taking multiple medicines and they're taking a million supplements, which supplements are medicines in my book, they are interacting in your cells, trying to force your body into a state that it's not actually in. And what we need to do is optimize our nourishment, our emotional health. Um, we need to exercise, we need to sleep, right? All those things to optimize our health. But there's no, to me, there's nothing wrong with also using medication if that's going to keep you stable and keep you alive long enough to get there. You know, I, I will tell people all the time, they're not sticking with their diet yet, right? So we're still working on the emotional stuff to get them on the diet that they need to to reverse their disease, but they don't want to take medicines. And I'll tell them, listen, if you don't choose nutrition and you don't choose medicines, you're choosing illness. 
right? You have to do whatever you need to do to get through this. Um, you know, I saw somebody earlier talking about depression and how exercise is a great antidepressant, which is 100% too true. But I've worked with people who were so depressed, they couldn't get out of bed to turn on a blender to make a smoothie. They could not get out of bed to exercise. They weren't even walking out of their room. That person needed antidepressant medicine to get motivated enough to get out of bed, take a shower and go into the kitchen. Now we can turn on the blender. Right. So then I was able to get the person off of medicines once we got their lifestyle healthy, but without the medicine, they wouldn't have gotten there. So I think that there's room for everything. I think there's room for doing whatever it takes. Um, and you should be open to just having the best health and life you can, rather than I'll only do it this one way or another way. So I saw literature about the reversal of in-stage cardiovascular disease, and I thought that's incredible, phenomenal. How is that even possible? Then I saw information about the reversal of thyroid cancer with a plant-based diet, and I thought that's, that's phenomenal. And then the question was, why can't we reverse gynecological issues with plant-based diet? If we can reverse all these things, why not, why not a plant-based diet for GYN issues? Reality to date, I know that if a woman has dysmenorrhea, severe cramps, I've seen almost I'd say 100% approval just for change of diet. If a woman comes in with a large fibroid tumor, symptomatic bleeding, I have not seen a reversal, a complete reversal, um, with meaning a shrinkage of the tubes um, of the fibroids with a plant-based diet. I think with fibroids, the key is that you have to be proactive meaning that you don't wanna wait until they're huge and she's anemic and all these problems. Once you identify it and you should do it proactively, then you put her on a diet and I think you'll get a better solution. There are other um, GYN conditions like polycystic ovarian syndrome, improvement with diet, um, um, endometriosis, improvement with diet, but then the confusion comes in that there really isn't enough studies. There are not enough studies to really show that there's a clear benefit. And I think that's a deficiency that needs to be addressed in the future. That's so true. Uh, I, I've actually gotten to see some really cool reversal. I'll have to share with you um, because a lot of folks come to me for, of course, autoimmune and other issues, but they also have fibroids and other problems, uh, gynecological problems, and they've had reversal. We've had multiple people reverse PCOS, um, but this is pure hypernourishment um, as well as um, dysmenorrhea and um, uh, dysmenorrhea different kinds of like, we have so many people because our group is six weeks. Most women who are having menses have at least one period with us. Um, and we'll say, mm -hmm. this is the first time I didn't have cramps. This is the first That's time right. I haven't experienced fatigue. So it's really powerful. And I think that, that this is part of empowerment of women, right? Is that we can do better and feel better. Um, but you need your doctor too. I, I think we all need to, to, we need to be okay with taking all the help that we can get especially when you're on the journey of learning how to eat better, your doctor is going to be someone who's a really important part of your life. Absolutely. And I think that's part of the problem. I think a lot of doctors don't necessarily believe that food can make a difference. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they don't advocate it to their patients. Thank Plus you. they're addicted to all the bad stuff, just like doctors used to smoke, right? You know, your doctor's probably grabbing a hamburger uh, and he doesn't want to think about the effect of his diet on his health. So he's not going to bring it up to you either. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I've actually, uh, a lot of doctors who are sick will come to me because they really understand that I'm going to look at like the cellular basis of their food and, and help them with that. Even plant-based doctors will. And, and what I'll tell them is, listen, you don't have to be perfect to be a good person for your patient. Tell them that you're working on it too. And tell them when I see you next time, you ask me how I'm doing on my diet and I'll ask you how you're doing on your diet and we'll check on each other. And I think it is a beautiful thing to be open as a physician and say, here's who I am. Here's what I'm working on. Here's what I know. And we can have a different kind of relationship that way. Mm -hmm.